0: Welcome back to uh, Watch This Space. This is my second ever episode, which is very, very exciting. And I'm here with Alfie Franks. How is it going,
1: mate? Very good. How are you, mate? Yeah,
0: yeah. Good, thank you. And you play for Lacuna Common. You play uh, guitar and vocals.
1: Yes. Yes. Sing and play guitar.
0: So I've got a couple of questions to ask. We'll have a bit of a chat about it. And um, so I guess we'll go straight into it um so my first question is is how did you guys come together
1: to make the band? Uh, so we met Tom the bassist I met him I've known him since I was about three or four years old um, went to nursery and stuff together been a uh, busy mate since we were since uh, we were little yeah so known him all my life um, and then gabe started working at a bike shop as a saturday job when i was about 13 14 he started just after me and then just going into like secondary school yeah met james then that would have been when i met james as well because we went to the same secondary school gabe was at a different secondary school and then we sort of all met through that so i like sort of knew everyone me tom and james were all at the same school and then me and tom played in like little sort of Covers bands and stuff in, in like you start a secondary school, and then we went to um, uh, Common People Festival the first the first year. It, it did it in Oxford, and uh, we saw me and Gabe went, and we saw um a band called Cassells, a good uh, Oxford like punk band, like two piece, just guitar and drums, and uh, we sort of watched it and we looked at each other and we're like, well, I bet that was. We should definitely start a band. Yeah, and then Gabe said, "Oh yeah, I play um, I play drums," and because uh, we we sort of when we worked together, like we'd always put have our music on and stuff, and we had sort of found out we had really sort of similar tastes and stuff. Mm. I was like, "Well, Tom plays bass," and then um, that was the band. Then so James hasn't James has only been in the band for the last sort of two years, but he's always been there. Um, it was like a sort of he was our sort of best mate that wasn't in the band and would always help out at shows and stuff and and merch for us and stuff and we were like we've got to get him in to the band because he wanted to do it with us um, sounds like you promoted uh, him from roadie <laughs> <laughs> so but he uh he definitely is probably one of the better musicians out of the band either. but um yeah we um just sort of it's just sort of went like that and then uh, Gabe, first rehearsal, Gabe didn't. Uh, Gabe sort of lied and said he didn't. He couldn't actually play drums. So, right. I, I, yeah, he actually sort of learned drums to be in the band, which is pretty impressive when you hear the the, the new stuff. Like you heard some of the early stuff. Uh, uh, early rehearsals. If you stood outside the door, you'd be thinking, uh, "What? What the fuck is going on there?" But <laughs> but, <laughs> but now, yeah, it's to make like for someone who's played drums for like what four years he's he's insane drummer now like really impressive but yeah so that's how it sort of came about yeah well you
0: can you could definitely hear it in the um in the single how
1: how good the drumming is yeah it's um very very tough for that track i mean it feels like a bit of a step up from the rest of our it's quite different to a lot of our uh, other stuff Um, yeah I don't know, it's sort of, I think in every way, it's a lot more, like sonically, it's a lot uh, more refined and we've thought about things a lot more, we've not just sort of tried to, you, you go into the studio when we first sort of started and be like, just, just do the songs, put it out now, put it out yesterday if you can, like, and now we've sort of gone, this just sit and go, or maybe we want an acoustic guitar in this or and then and then lyrically as well for me i think is some of the best sort of lyrics of him but yeah very chuffed with it
0: good i was going to say as well i reckon with the uh you know the this mentality of at the beginning getting in press record go you know get it out by yesterday do you feel like you're done with that method and that you've kind of evolved in the way of songwriting
1: i guess so and sort of you just, I think, when you're when you first do something like that, you're like, you think it's the best thing in the world, and you just want everyone to hear it and stuff like that. And you, and you don't sort of realize everyone will hear it at some point. <laughs> like that, just maybe takes a step back, and it could sound even better, sort of thing. But I mean, there's nothing wrong. Like some of those, like there's a lot of sort of music that is made that quickly, and like I'm not like. Like window pane and all of the songs that we write the ones that stay in the set or get get released often I take it to rehearsal and it's done in 45 minutes an hour sort of pretty much finished and then but now it's sort of got to like when it gets to the mixing stage or after we've got the main track down we might go I think I should be acoustic guitar and that or maybe this had some Backing vocals or something, or just thinking about it a little bit more on that stage. But it's the same; it's still the same thing when we're writing. It's really sort of instinctive and very immediate, and we know when it clicks. Which I think is comes from us being so close, like such close mates as well. We know when something's like that's going to be a good one. Sort Absolutely, of thing.
0: yeah. That must really help a lot because you guys kind of share the same. Do you would you say you share the same kind of mindset with it then you know all of you know what how it's supposed to sound at its core
1: yeah I guess so yeah I mean there's I wouldn't say we've got like what we what we try to do is always sort of be like let's not try and put ourselves in a box sort of thing let's not think this is like there is sort of a sound that is lacuna common maybe and that might be like sort of the like tom's sort of quite lead bass lines and stuff and then my voice and stuff like that but actually songwriting wise i don't want to we don't want to have like oh let's just write loads of cool fast punk songs like let's have some more thoughtful songs and and like softer stuff and really poppy stuff and because that's what we like to listen to and you and there's no point putting yourself in a box. Mm.
0: Of course, it gives a really nice variety as well. You know, between all of your songs, there's at least a few favourites in there for whatever genre
1: people want to look at. Yeah, there's sorts to make for everyone. And I think that, yeah. that like the band itself, like me and Gabe have got really similar music taste. We're into sort of a lot of straight up sort of guitar indie stuff and like sort of punky stuff and Tom's into a lot of sort of more weirder sort of things like sort of um like uh I know Mortal Orchestra not that sort of weird and stuff but like just sort of a bit more left field and a bit more undergroundy sort of stuff and then like James loves a bit of his like rap and drum and bass and stuff like that and but it's all got that central point of we just love a great chorus and stuff like that like you that's appreciate awesome. a great sort of pop tune
0: yeah that's really cool um so you <laughs> you very nearly answered one of my questions without me asking it then i was like <laughs> but um <laughs> on the you know you said that you don't want to be kind of put into any box or anything like that but is there do you guys have any kind of inspiration for the music that you make or do, are you going for making a as unique a sound as possible
1: no it's definitely we were talking about it the other day, you basically all songs are nicked from other songs, really, like you just that's how it is like you you listen to something and you like that chord, so you take that chord and you pinch that or you like that drum fill, so you sort of nick it and mix, and change it slightly and stuff like that and and quite like yeah inspiration wise I think it comes, yeah, like I said, it comes from. A lot of different corners of music and stuff but um just a lot of like I'm listening to a lot of sort of mid northeast fucking indie stuff like James is doing a lot of uh drum and bass stuff in Bristol where mm. he's living and uh it just comes from anywhere And it like even like me songwriting wise it's not as much now but like sort of listening to what people are saying in the pubs and stuff like that and hearing someone say something and then you write it down yeah of course yeah nice a lot of different places but
0: well yeah that just adds to the to the variety i guess um which is pretty fucking class um so obviously we've just been in lockdown and we're coming out of it so what i want to know is how easy has it been to stay connected and maybe even to potentially play music throughout lockdown uh, or did the process for window panes, did that start before lockdown even started?
1: It started probably, um, I'd say probably just before, probably summer, bef- the sum- end of summer before lockdown, which I don't know what year that would have been. 2019? Like sort of that. Yeah. Jesus Christ, this ages ago. Yeah. Um, Yeah, would have been about then, because we played it. I think it took quite a while for us to to really finalize that tune before we played it live, and I think we played it live twice before the end of the world, and then (laughs) yeah, and then uh, we were like, this, this, that's like we got to get that done, and then uh, but yeah, stayed in contact and stuff. Uh, Gabe lives two minutes away from me. Tom lives on the other side of Abingdon. James was in Bristol, but he was back over the summer when everything opened up. So we were all sort of we could all sort of see each other quite a bit. And um and we're quite good anyway at texting each other and keeping keeping each other going and stuff. But yeah, recording and stuff. We when when things opened up like uh t- towards the end of summer when it was still open we went got in the studio and did um the stingle and some other bits as well so um yeah managed to get some bits done which was good awesome
0: that's great that's that must be nice to keep you going through lockdown as well that must be a, might be it must be a nice thing you've got set things yeah, to look forward to yeah so we're moving on to the spoons question now, which I'm very
1: excited about. The spoons question. Yeah.
0: So, Clash described you as a devoutly as devoutly British, <laughs> in the same way as the intricate design as a
1: Weatherstones
0: carpet, which I love. Uh, and if
1: I'm... anyone can top that quote ever <laughs> for our band, then. I mean, I, they can't. I think you guys should get that
0: framed, or you should get Clash to sign it on a T-shirt and then frame the T-shirt.
1: Yeah, that'd that be could amazing be good merch. Actually, yeah, yeah that... merch venture. Um, so I've got <laughs> to right, though.
0: Down. When uh, Gashel, Gashel, Um, when we when we do come out of lockdown, when we now that we're coming out, what is what's your go-to drink on a spoons night out? You go for a cheeky
1: spoons. What's the first drink you're you're ordering? I mean, spoons is often. Not we're not the biggest fans of spoons, just because the one in I mean, I we we are, we love spoons because it's it's cheap, and it but we don't it'd be the start of the night normally for us. So it would probably be Guinness. Hey. We're we're quite big Guinness drinkers, all of us. Um it it would be Guinness and then sort of stupid shots and stuff. We we all and especially now with the app, like when we've gone back We've just ordered, like, shit for each other. Like, once someone goes to the toilet, we're like, just buy, like, seven WKDs. And then, so, Gabe went... I went to the toilet. I know, I bought him... This was, like, a couple of years ago. I went... We were in another pub. And then I bought him a blue WKD. And he was like, fuck you. And then when we went to Spoons, I went to the toilet. He bought me a Bailey's. He bought me two Bailey's. And I was like, well... Jokes on you mate because i'll happily drink uh, two of them <laughs> and they're really and they're really strong so it's not like just drinking sugar but
0: yeah it was uh could you imagine drinking just baileys on a night out from starting from like eight till two three
1: just baileys. i mean you'd be i think you would end up you'd finish the night about 10 o'clock <laughs> yeah. at, well you'd just be off your tits on sugar you then the next day wake up with the worst sugar crash, hangover and, the, and type two diabetes. It would be, it oh would be, an that'd be, that'd be horrendous. <laughs> yeah, that would,
0: that would. Um, have you ever been to the spoons in Whitney? That's a nice little spoons. <laughs> have you ever been on a Whitney night out actually? Cause that's a thing, that is a thing.
1: No, it, yeah, I've heard it's a thing. <laughs> And uh, I don't think we have. We've been to Fat Littles, and I think that's as far as we went. We got, um, we walked up to that sort of medieval thing, uh, that like sort of shed thing that you can sit in. I don't know what it is. It's uh, probably really badly explained what that is. It's got like, it's like on the same road as that, as Fat Littles. And there's like a sort of it's, it. May, it might be a well. It might be a well. Is it? Oh god, no! I
0: don't know. To be fair, my Whitney knowledge isn't isn't amazing with little things. It's not. Like that, it's not but. even. A,
1: it's <laughs> that's just where else we went when we were waiting to go on stage. But yeah, we played. We've only played there. We played at played at Fat lil's and that was just much of a Whitney night out. I mean, um, it's it's a nice little venue, Fat Lills. It's not. Um... Yeah, it was good, and it was. It, we walked in. Now it's the biggest dressing room we've ever had. Yeah, the dressing room so, fucking yeah, massive. Yeah, and we were like, this is what it must feel like to be rock stars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and then we and then we opened the door to go on stage, and it was about six people there, all sat around the edge. And We were like, yeah, right, okay, maybe this is it. <laughs> I felt great in the dressing room. Yeah. Just going yeah, yeah. back in there. I, me- I remember someone saying that was like. One of the best times they've seen us play that. I think because, like, I I think it was my dad said to us, he was just like, whenever you play a show, no matter who's there, and even more so if there's less people there, just give it everything because you don't know who's there. And yeah, and then they were like, that was actually a really good show. And I was like, well, there was like a smoke, I swear there was like a smoke machine. And I was like, this is the most unnecessary thing. There's literally seven people here. And like <laughs> and two of them are dads of the band.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got so many things I want to talk about still with a Whitney night out now, but that is not <laughs> that's not where we're heading with this. Um so we've just spoken about fat littles, which like you say, and I think also the thing that you said that your dad said to you, I think that's such good advice to just give it all you got, no matter what's going on, no matter what's there. That's
1: yeah. class.
0: But I'm wondering, what's what's the best show you've ever
1: played then? It's got to be... It, I mean, it's got to be Truck last year. Uh, not last year, 2019 Truck Festival. I mean, that was sort of... That was the festival where we all came together as well. Like, that's where Gabe met Tom and and James. Everyone sort of met each other. And on in 2019, we played... Open the market stage on the on the Friday, just before Idols were on the main stage, and we'd just come off our first proper tour that like the week leading up to it, and then yeah, what we were like, it was, it was almost like Fat Lewis thing, like we was because it was like, well, I think we were on about half one, two o'clock, and we were like looking under the stage and it was like like proper festival so it's like artist village we're all hanging there there's fucking, like wolf alice walking around like idols and that so we're going like there's some big names here like it's, we felt really out of place get like taken over on like a golf buggy thing to the back of this the back of the stage we get given our like rider and stuff and then we were like looking underneath the stage at how many like legs we could see. And it was like, there's no one there, there's no one there, like, this is awful. And um, then like when we walked out, it was just, there was like, I think we we was about probably about a thousand people just over. And it was just fucking mental, like literally the best, like the sound, the sound was the best sound ever. So we just were like, we could hear everything we wanted to hear. And it was just insane, like best sort of half an hour ever. And then, but then again, like older shows, like when we played in the cellar and stuff, like we used to play there all the time, like some of those early headline slots and stuff and, and playing with like sports team and stuff. Cause like they sort of been really, like good to us and take and and let us support them a couple of times and stuff and become sort of friends with them and their 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 shows are always amazing to support and stuff but truck you didn't couldn't really get better than that yeah well wow, that and does sound fucking amazing
0: that does sound <laughs> amazing um was that the year that there was that fucking stormtrooper there
1: yeah i've got a photo of him oh have you yeah me and tom got a photo with him on the uh on the sunday i think we saw him right and i i had yeah 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 like the sand trooper yes yeah 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 yeah, yeah me, uh, that, me and Tom, like that's the best thing that's happened this weekend yeah like, oh my god it's a sand trooper. because <laughs> so many people i was basically just staring at jack and kimber because i was like <laughs> just look at me just get they were going mental and i was like right let's just stare at them because they're loving it and then you sort of look out and they were like, oh, fucking hell, there's a mosh pit. And you're like, this is mental. Like, what what's going on? But, yeah. And then you got like, you played like another, we played a massive show, like when we opened for Biffy. And that was like, that was amazing. But it was like, these people have never seen us before. So it was like complete, like pe- these people at Truck had come in to the tent to sort of see us. And... And it was like mad, and then the people at Biffy Claro was like, Where where's Biffy? what's this shit? Who are these fucking four four little indies scrappy lads? <laughs> we got like loads of like amazing like reception. It was like truck festival, there's massive mosh pit. Well, massive is understatement, but,
0: but so I mean a mosh pit's a mosh pit. A mosh pit's <laughs> but, a mosh pit. Um God even-
1: love it. God. Love to go in the mosh pit. Oh, now. me too, mate. With the orchestra. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh amazing. It, uh, there's so many people that are always like, No, oh, it's so sad that they do that and I'm like I'm like, yeah. And then as soon as I'm there, I'm like, Yes. Fucking playing the fucking Mario Kart theme or something. And I'm like, Yeah, get me in there. Card surfing. Absolutely. Are you have you heard anything about this year then? We're trying to get on it. I don't know if it's too late. Um but uh, they'll be sorry. <laughs> They're lost. But I don't know. I don't know.
0: Yeah. If it's a late one um, and you guys get on, I'm coming to fucking see you guys hands down.
1: Yeah, I think I think there'll be more chance of us because I'm still like, truck's oh, quite a late one, isn't it? It's sort of end of July, isn't it? Yeah, so it's definitely possible, isn't it? But but I guess um, we're more optimistic for some of the like later shows and then touring in towards the end of the year okay more of a uh thing that would be like definitely that is happening because like festivals are still I guess a bit up in the air but
0: everyone's being careful and
1: such um yeah so I'm gonna
0: talk I'm gonna move away from talking about the band and the music but are there any other hobbies that you have other than making music uh or anything you've picked up in lockdown at all that you've got into recently
1: well me and me and gabe met at a bike shop um i think this is well documented now um it, it, we we both used to race do like road racing cycling so we both met sort of doing that we did that at like sort of national level and then uh it off rock and roll and uh that's going going well <laughs> but uh yeah did that um James can is just probably he's just really funny, he's just, he could be a comedian. Um, and then, uh, I don't know what, what else. I mean, again, played cricket last year, when, like we're both in massive into cricket, so we uh joined uh, a cricket team, and uh, I've currently got zero runs after playing about four games, but um. <laughs> Nice. It's always next year.
0: Yeah, always always next year. <laughs> you know I like that. There's a nice variety there. So, is there any advice that you would give to people who are just starting out or trying to build their reputation in the music scene at all?
1: Um, I would say just go for it and just do it. Take your time and learn like learn what you want to do. It, it, or figure out what you want to do and and how you want to approach it and what sort of just record as much as you can, don't release as much as you can Get just record demos as much as you can rehearse and just when you go to gigs just talk to everyone, get really drunk and talk to everyone and, and you'll meet promoters and you'll meet people that are, will want to put you on and if there's bands that you like when you go to see them go and speak to them because they're not as they're uh we used to be really like sort of scared going to shows and you go see bands that you loved and then you go and speak to them at the merch stand or whatever like they're just just like you sort of thing yeah like and they're, they're they they'll help like give you advice and stuff and and yeah just just go for it and just play shows and play but it, I'd also say, like in your hometown, pick your shows a bit. Don't don't play as many shows as you possibly can in your hometown. Um, play play like sort of regularly, but don't don't just play any old thing. You want to sort of come if you you want to come across as like the best sort of thing in your town. I see, yeah. Sort of give yourself a bit sort of, of a of standard. Uh, yeah, yeah. Don't just don't just play everything, um, but I just rehearse. I
0: like that. That is some pretty fucking class advice. Just get up, go out, and do it. But keep yourself at a good standard as well. I like that. Was there anything that you wanted to talk about, or any other questions? It's all good if if you don't. But yeah, before we kind of sign off, um, if there's anything you wanted to do. And I will give you, I'm going to cut this a little bit out, but I'm going to give you an opportunity if you want to plug the single and say what you want to say about it as well.
1: I don't mind. I think we talked about the single because it would be... I mean, I can just say something cheaper, can't I? <laughs> <laughs> Listen to uh, Windowpane by Lacuna Common. Out now. Stream it. Download it. Buy it. It's the best thing you'll ever put in your ears. Apart from the next thing we put out.
0: Oh, of course. Um, just one last thing before we head out. I wanted to ask you one more thing about the single, which is, was there any
1: difference in the process behind making "Window Pane"? I remember writing it when I was living in London um, in the front room. And it, it came really quickly because it's literally like, it's like three chords. And... And then I'd written, I sort of have like a, either, I've got a massive thing on my notes that's just lines. Like none of it makes sense if you read it in order, but it's like lines that I'll pinch from, if I hear someone say something like funny or whatever, or if I think of something, and I've just got that. And I sort of picked a couple of lines from that and the song just wrote itself sort of thing. Um, and that, that literally, yeah, because it's, so, it's such a simple tune. Um, it Yeah, I think I wrote that in sort of probably under an hour and then um, I took it to rehearsal. And um, yeah, it was one of those ones that you sort of, when you're in rehearsal doing it, you're sort of looking at each other going, this is going to be... A good tune like you know that it's everyone sort of vibing with it i can't believe i said vibing that's okay but, uh... i say vibing all the fucking time <laughs> <laughs> it fits it and, fits uh... with the podcast it's okay <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah yeah it was just one of those tunes that you were like yeah you know that this is going to be good and that was even in its first very first sort of rehearsal session and then um they pretty much they all they're all like that though they, they all stay pretty much if it clicks then we're like let's not try and change it too much because that's why we liked it this we at the end of the day you're writing stuff because you enjoy doing it so uh, and then recording it was the same like we we went to um we recorded at our old mine and james's old college tutors um house and uh and just got that down um like in a a day day, two days maybe and um, yeah it was like you just sort of knew we were like let's not add loads of shit to it Let's let's put these backing vocals on and and then we ended up sort of stripping away a lot of effects and stuff that we'd put on because it sounded too polished and too sort of we we have gone like we recorded it really straight up and almost as it sounds and then we put loads of shit on after and then we were like it doesn't need that and and then um went to got it mixed by chris barcode please for willie and uh willie j healy and premium leisure and he he's mixed loads of our stuff and he just sort of completely knows like we've been mates with him for ages and he's just completely sort of knows how we sort of want it to sound without us even sort of saying so um, yeah and then we just sort of went around his and he was like this have a listen this is what I've done They we were like yeah can you just turn that up slightly or can you just change that slightly and then yeah like it, it didn't take like, I think in total it probably took be about four or five days in total I guess maybe maybe a week in total from start to finish if you put all those days together sort of thing and like it had a really long intro of like like a drum build-up thing and then we were like it doesn't need that it doesn't need just sort of want it to go in and sort of hit you in the face a bit and yeah very very sort of chuffed with how we took our time with it and sort of thought about things a bit more awesome well
0: it's out now i'm very excited about it and i've heard it now and it's an absolute tune um that's really cool that's a really cool insight into kind of how it's made and it makes it i think it makes it a lot more realistic so i I don't know about you but i think a lot of people who don't make music and or who kind of want to they look at that kind of process and they See the start, and they see the finish, and they don't see what goes in between. But describing yeah. like that, you, you really put it out into
1: yeah, it's into sort of steps yeah. that you can it's, take. It can change like quite a lot. Like it ha- and that's the weird thing. Like it did change. I mean, if you listen to the the middle version of it, it does still sound r- like the same song, but it's just got so much stuff going on, and it's a bit over the top sort of thing. But um. Yeah, and then some of our songs, it's like you write it, it's done. That's pretty much how it sounds. It's it on on record and in the rehearsal room, sort of thing. Like, and there's like a song that we play called Sensibility, and that's that's got at the start. It, it's like I press a delay pedal, and it's got like the hold effect on the delay. So you, whatever you play, you can then play over the top, and it's playing what you just played. And that's like, it's got to be sort of like a ding, 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 ding thing. And if you cock it up, the amount of times we played it live and it's just going... Or I've had it on from like another song where I haven't changed the setting and it's it's just going like, like really fast. And I'm just going, oh shit. let's... Uh, we'll play a different one and then I'll come back to that. Fair play, yeah, yeah. Imagine trying to keep up with that. <laughs> as a band yeah i know so sometimes we've done it and it's a bit fast i've got to just go with it but sometimes i'm like yeah i'll just yeah just pretend that was some cool like punk thing that i was doing it's just like trying to trash something being really cool for (laughs) i've actually just forgotten to change the settings
0: ah fantastic well thank you like i said thank you so much for doing this it's really cool to thanks for having me yeah and um
1: I'll see you in the pub garden soon. Absolutely. I'll
0: see you in Whitney Spoons. First Guinness (laughs) is on me. Yeah, man.
1: Perfect. Cheers, dude. See you later, mate. Have a good one.
0: You too, buddy. Bye. That was Alfie Frank's lead singer and guitarist for Lacuna Common, and their new single came out yesterday, so you can go and check it out on Spotify, YouTube, Amazon Music, Apple Music, and pretty much any other music streaming service that you own. Now, I just want to say a big thank you for listening into to another episode of Watch This Space. Uh, you can catch me next week for maybe another episode of Watch This Space, maybe another episode of the Boobash Chronicles. I will be announcing something on Wednesday, I promise. Thank you very much, and as always, stay scruffy. <laughs>